Blog Talk Radio. November 3rd, I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host, Nikki Sukinoko! Woo! Woo! Oh, and Samantha's in our chat room. Hello, oh. Dream Crystal! Woo! <laughs> She's poking the blog talk player. Ah, okay. It apparently needs poking. <laughs> Yeah, occasionally things do me poking like puppy dogs. <laughs> mm. <coughs> so, how is your. So, have day? you heard anything from our other co host recently? No, I haven't. Have you? I have not. Hmm. I am wondering if she has gone off the grid, if her internet has broken big time. Because I have not really seen her active on Facebook either. Hmm. Unless maybe she's just been really, 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 really busy. Maybe. She might be busy, but I just, I worry, you know. I do, I do too, and I've been poke matter every week I always ask her show this week. I couldn't hear you just there. What? I said I poke her every week. So maybe I shall start poking her more. Yes. Maybe that poking. Works. Uh. <laughs> An homage to the Simpsons. <laughs> you shot Zombie Flanders. He was a zombie? <laughs> uh, I remember that episode. You know, I I used to... I used to never miss an episode of The Simpsons, and now I don't even know if they're still making new episodes. 
There might have been yep. a Treehouse of Horror on Halloween, and I don't even know. They're still going at it at 26 seasons total. They are. That makes me feel incredibly old. <laughs> that makes it. Um, it is the longest running animated series ever. Yep. And you want to know what I say to that? <laughs> because I, I, you know, I, you know, I used to always watch. I watched every season like clockwork. Um, I think it was about season twenty when things kind of started going a little haywire. So I ended up starting to miss episodes. But luckily, um, the station FXX did a whole um, marathon of all the seasons, actually kind of able to kind of catch up Ah. on a few seasons that I didn't see. And there's still a few episodes here and there that are still kind of like, you know, unseen. But I'm more caught up now than I was then. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. But the one episode every year I never miss, no matter what, Treehouse of Horrors. <laughs> My favorite episode of Treehouse of Horrors was the one that parodied The Shining. Oh, yeah. You mean The Shining? That no, The Shining. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> I think that the Shining the, is is one of my favorite kind of horror movies. Plus, I love the fact that it was filmed at Timberline Lodge in Oregon ah, cool. on my mountain. Yes, I call claim to the mountain. I'm sure someone else probably legally owns it or something, but it's my mountain. Dang it. Well, um, I think that was the second season, I believe. Uh, but I I I remember when it first they first started the Halloween episodes, and you know they would have Marge, and I remember the very first one that you know she stepped out and said, you know, this this episode of Simpsons might not be suitable for young children, and sensi- those who are sensitive, so you know it might be a good idea, you know, to you know tuck them into bed early tonight. And then you know she they started the show. I loved the second the second one because she comes out to do the same spiel, and she goes, "I warned you all last year. You all didn't listen to me. We got mail up the wazoo about it, so we're warning you again." And then she just kind of stops and goes, "Ah, forget it. You're not even gonna listen to me." Man, I think I, I sorry to interrupt you, but I think my sister has watched way too many sci fi things. Why is that? Oh, because she thinks you can plan what kind of baby you're gonna have if you use in vitro fertilization. 
and have a test tube baby. No. I'm I am not like a, a professional scientist by any stretch, but I'm still pretty sure that that's not how it works. No. Uh no, no matter what the TV programs have shown, unfortunately, there is no way to do that due to the fact that whatever happens in the womb happens. There is no way to go ahead and, you know, make... In fact, actually, she said that because I have friends who are actually trying to conceive a baby who don't need my sister's crazy right now. Just going to delete that. Um, But yes, I'm very excited that you're starting to get caught up on things. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have to say one other thing. After years of not seeing it, on Halloween night when I got home from the doctor, I sat and watched Garfield's Halloween Adventure because it was being streamed on Hulu. I watched Hocus Pocus on Blu-ray. Well, that you can see any time. Do you know how long it has been since they have aired any of the Garfield holiday specials? No, but I know it has been forever since I've seen Grinch's Night Out, and that makes me sad. Yeah. Makes me sad. Some of the holiday holiday cartoons and movies that they used to show, they don't do anymore. I mean, it's like you're lucky if you get, you know, the Peanuts specials aired, and that's it. Because, God forbid, we don't show, you know, who the bachelor is going to date this week or who he's going to hop in the hot tub with or who he's going to bang behind the uh, behind the water cooler. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm totally lost now. The <laughs> point here is, you know, instead of, you know, putting on hold all these stupid reality shows to show the holiday, the holiday stuff they used to show, they just won't. Well, you know, I personally am not a huge fan of reality TV. The only reality TV I like is Face Off and Project Runway because Making Monsters isn't on the air anymore. And that's only because I really like to watch people making things. Because then it inspires me to, to work on the stuff that I have to finish. <laughs> oh, wait, like man, wait, wait, I really, really miss making monsters. Hold, hold on, hold, 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 hold on. I, I think Why? we found our. 
I think we found our other co-host. What? Have yes, you did. Her? Summer! You found her. Thank you, thank you. You're alive. Oh, my God. I'm alive. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm sorry it wasn't on last week. <laughs> we totally oh. missed you. Uh, we did. Halloween is, and the time around it is always a little busy for us. But, uh, that's what we figured. But still, you scared us. <laughs> It's like you went MIA. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> or, or, or in our case, MIP. A. Missing in pony action. <laughs> MIPA. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I just said. I just forgot the You said MIP. I think I said MIP. And then I said A. <laughs> Enough out of you, Peanut Gallery. <laughs> now see what you did. Commentary from the Peanut Gallery. Well, you know what? How or the Pretzel this? Gallery. I think they're actually eating pretzels. Hold, oh hold no! Jalapeno cheese. Hold the phone out towards him. Tell me when you're holding out the phone towards him. No, we're just going to ignore him. And I'm oh, going to eat a butterfinger. I'm going to eat a butter butterfinger because you were talking about the Simpsons. Mm, <laughs> butterfinger. <laughs> hey, me and lay off my butterfinger. <laughs> I'm hoping later we can talk about Goonies so that I can eat a baby roof. <laughs> All the kids out yeah, there don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> probably not. But um, Samantha has actually requested that we talk about something. Okay. Yep. Sailor Moon. Oh, what the 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 new series? Yeah, I think I think she's wanting us to talk about the new episode. Which, oh my God, I nearly fell out. Yep. I have to I have to admit that I have had days where I have had the same reaction as Hoggy had where you just <laughs> sit there and you scream and you scream and you cry and you scream and then you pass out. <laughs> yep. Sometimes you just need to let it all out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. this episode I mean, I read the manga the next day, and it was part for part complete. It was just like, and, you know, the part where Endymion, you know, Tuxedo Mask, you know, with Momochan, whatever you want to call him, when... Malachite takes him and goes to take him away. The way she reacted was uh, 
thousand times better than the original anime. I really feel like they finally have done justice to the depth of feeling that Usagi has for um, uh, in Damien and um, also for her friends. Like, do you realize that we have gone through, like, a bunch of episodes so far, and there has been not a single fight between her and Sailor Mars? Yeah, this is this is a lot better because... I, no more tongue-sticking out, no more name-calling, no more I'm better yeah. than you, no I'm better than you. Not that I didn't understand that perspective as a teenager, because I did, because I was a teenager, and, yeah. you know... But as an adult, I find it refreshing to watch the series and see it, see the characters as they were envisioned by the creator of the characters. Yeah, because the whole point in the manga was how much she is a free spirit. She's bubbly. She's warm. She's the person who will take the nerd of the school, walk up to her and, you know, befriend her, who will walk up to the bully or the the suspected bully and just outright, you know, kind of like, ooh, that looks good. Can I have a taste? walk up to the girl that everyone says is strange. You know, she has magical powers. Stay away from her. She will walk straight up to her and kind of just bounce around. And Sit down and go right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I would, I would like to point out that even though in Sailor Moon, it looks as though Sailor Moon isn't the brightest character, but I think it's important to point out that when you compare the Japanese schooling system to our schooling system, she's probably one of the bright kids if she was over here. Because the math that she's probably doing, if she's doing math, is probably like what we learn in high school and she's in middle school. Yeah. So it's, I wish there was a way to translate that between, you know, Japanese culture and American culture, because I think that that gets lost. Like, that she's probably doing trig. And, (laughs) you know, it's, She's not an unintelligent character, and when the it originally came out, she really was kind of portrayed as the ditzy airhead, and I really feel like that just wasn't wasn't fair because no. <laughs> like if you like if if Mercury's the smart one, she's got like a four hundred IQ supposedly, yeah. in the manga. 
Um, yeah. That's like an impossible IQ. Yeah. Especially for a teenager. You know, it's... It is actually like Mercury's superpower is to be the impossible genius. So comparing Sailor Moon to Mercury isn't really fair because Mercury's shape is a superpower. Mercury um, was, I think if I remember correctly, um, from mythology, Mercury was the god of intelligence. Yeah. Okay. So it makes sense. I no. I mean, okay. Well, Mercury is also is also the the messenger god. So it makes sense that Mercury is the one that has all the communication technology. Yep. But, I mean, I just, I'm actually really happy, and I have, I'm probably more than willing to go out and buy on DVD or Blu-ray Sailor Moon Crystal in Japanese, as long as it's in the correct region for me to play it. Yeah. Because I really like how it is in the Japanese version of Sailor Moon Crystal. However, I do, I just do not like the voice acting they got for the American version. I don't think they made some smart decisions on voice actresses. Not that the voice actresses they got are are bad voice actresses. I just don't think they're appropriate for the parts. No. But I mean, you know, I love the voice actress they got for <laughs> Sailor Moon as Duchess Swan from Ever After High. I do not like her as Usagi though. Uh, she's fine as Share okay. Bear. She's not fine as Usagi. Okay, you have like expressed that very plainly. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, some and, voice actors are they're they're good actors. They're just yeah. only good for certain parts. Exactly. Well, I think I think the problem with it isn't even that she's not good for certain parts. It's Maybe that when she got the job for that part, they expressed certain aspects of Usagi's personality, but, like, I don't know if she missed some of the others. Because she sounds like Share Bear. She acts like Share Bear. She's playing Usagi like she's the bubble-headed dipsy girl, not the princess waiting to be reawakened. But see, unfortunately, I mean, that's how the original anime portrayed her. In the manga, yeah, she is. Book-wise, no, she is not the sharpest tool in the tool chest. But if you look at her actions in some situations... What just happened? I don't know. What happened? What? Was it a noise? No, sorry, sorry, baby. So oh, I just okay. wanted to make sure that okay. she landed on her butt. Fine. It's fine. Okay, that's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what my doctor says, too. <laughs> 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 I 
you, if you land on your butt, you're okay? Yeah, if I land on my backside, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's what butts are made for. Yes. Oh, nice. I'm hanging out in the freezer yeah. right now. This is great. <laughs> okay, that's what Man, I was trying to I thought you weren't supposed to start getting hot flashes, so you were, like, at least 40. This is, this is, I'm not even 35. Please don't, no, don't, don't, don't say, don't say hot flashes. I don't feel like being warm tonight. Uh, hot flashes, hot flashes, hot flashes. No, let's talk I about cold you. things. It sounds good to me, but, um, oh, don't <laughs> talk about cold, I'll get cold. But that's what I was saying. Um, no, she is not book smart, but when... It comes down to life and death situations. She is the quickest. She is the sharpest to figure out, okay, this is what I need to do, and I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, Episode... I think it was episode six when everyone was put to sleep or all the energy was sucked out of everybody. You know, she knew that everybody else was in danger and that it was up to her to save everyone. Um, In the episode before this last one, okay, when she thought that Sailor Venus was Princess Serenity. She was the first one to stand there and say, everyone protect her and put herself in danger. She would rather put herself in danger than have anyone she cares about or loves harmed. And intelligent and and intelligent wise, that kicks you up a notch. Yeah, she's she's really such a fantastic character, and yeah. but the one thing I, I I I oh go ahead. I just feel like she. She's not, there's still this idea that Americans won't accept her unless she's a Dipsy Blonde. And so I think when it when it becomes available, I'm probably just going to get it in Japanese. Yeah. Because I really, and I loved the original Sailor Moon, don't get me wrong, but it was voiced better back then. If you're going to make her be a ditzy blonde, at least give her a voice actress that can do ditzy and then turn around and do regal, you know, which I'm not getting from the current voice actress, you know. So um, I'll probably just continue watching it in Japanese. And I know I've gotten so much crap online about... How dare I not, you know, buy into the, you know, 
the whole, oh, these these voice actresses were handpicked by Naoko Takeuchi, which for the record, I do not believe they were. And <laughs> No. And if, if they were, she would be sitting there staring at these people kind of like, get the hell out of here. Excuse the language. But I do believe she'd be sitting there saying that. Well, and, and, I mean, even if they had her sign off on the voice actors, they probably just played parts of the reading that the voice actors tried out for. And she probably just judged based on whether or not they sounded kind of like the Japanese voice actors. And they do kind of sound like the Japanese voice actors, but that doesn't mean it translates well. No. So, I'm. I love I love Sailor Moon Crystal. I love the fact that the last episode we got that whole scene where everybody oh. is doing her hair and trying to oh, lift yeah. her spirits. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that when they walked in, everybody walked in and they found her. Just kind of like sitting there, kind of looking, kind of looking up, kind of like, help me. <laughs> I feel like Rapunzel. Well, and, know, and that was in the manga, but it was never put in the original in the original anime. You know, no, it was considered unnecessary. But I think it's such an important scene because it really shows the deep bond between the characters that even though in this life yeah. they've only known each other for like a, a few weeks well, and they actually, just met Venus. Exactly. They've only known, she's known Mercury for several weeks. She's known Mars for several weeks. For her, it's been maybe a week or two. And yeah, Sailor Venus, they just met, and Venus originally lied to them. Yeah, and and yet here they are, they're in Usagi's room, they're doing her hair, Venus knows just how to do it. She's okay. clearly She clearly remembers doing this a million times before in the Moon Kingdom. And yeah, it really shows, it. yeah, it, it just, it really shows the bond that they they have with each other. Why is this not... How big do I have to make this epi not? Sorry, I'm rehearing <laughs> a sea pony. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that scene, I mean, when everybody showed up, her mother was kind of looking at him, kind of like, wow, all of you came. And she, and she kind of had that look at Sarah Zia, kind of like, who are you? <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's to me it's a very powerful scene and I can see how if the executives back in the nineties were guys, how they totally wouldn't understand the importance of that scene. Right. I can totally well, see that see, going right over they, a guy's head. See they did Yes they it is. Of, they kind of did it, but they did it in a different way with just Sailor Venus taking her to the beauty salon. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's kind of like 
not not really the same sense. Yeah, it's I so I I was thrilled with the last episode that and um there is one thing I do have to mention simply because uh there's a guy I will play with him online a lot and we both like Japanese anime. And he made a comment yesterday in regards to the bust size of some of these women in anime. Okay. And it at that point clicked in my head. If you look, I I hate to point it out, um, anime, when it's Rated like TV 14 and above, they do tend to, you know, over-exaggerate. But if you look at the bodies of the Sailor Scouts, they're they're more mature than the average 14-year-old. Oh, yeah, definitely. But at least they're not for over-exaggerated, though. Like, no. If you've ever watched something like Read or Die or, um, I can't even remember the name of it. There's this one where there's this little boy and he's a wizard and a school teacher. I can't even remember what it's called. Um, But a lot of anime with teenagers (laughs) has them being busty to the point where they look like they've been nursing and stopped and are engorged, and it's just not right. It's right. just not right, people. I mean, it's. do you realize no. the back problems with... Co- the co- no, guys, don't realize the back problems. They're like, ooh. <laughs> it is really hard to remain gender positive about guys for me because so many guys <laughs> that would otherwise be intelligent people get so stupid around girls, and I don't even, I just. <laughs> it's a hormone in their body that automatically, you know, it senses a female in the vicinity, so they automatically turn stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I were to take what happens in anime and assume that that's the way Japan really was, I would be worried about the men of Japan because they all seem to have hemophilia or, or anemia or something, you know, they get bl- bloody noses at the drop of a hat. What's that I just, iron people, it's in red meat. Do not have cows there. Well, see, as I said, it's that hormone, you know, it automatically, automatic nosebleed, automatic intelligence, just I don't think I've ever seen my husband get a nosebleed as a result of hormones or or being around a pretty girl. Well, see, once you're married, the hormones stop breathing. We're just discussing about the unrealistic sort of depictions of, of, of men and women in anime. It, it, it makes you guys look like brainless anemic jellyfish around girls and it makes girls look unrealistically proportioned. <laughs> you know, I never thought of it. You bring up a fair point. 
Yeah, that is a fair point. But it's a hormone it's, it's, that it's true. until you're married. He, Fred pointed out that, that again, that not all anime is like that. Studio Ghibli films, Ghibli? Ghibli? Ghibli. Ghibli. <laughs> Studio Ghibli films is actually really a fantastic company for anime because everything is really artfully done. The stories are amazing. You don't see the over-exaggerated, over-complicated... We're not in Ponies After Dark yet, so pardon my my code words. Overly complicated (laughs) views on on men and women in in that. It's it's usually much deeper, you know. um, Well, we'll, we'll with uh, Princess Mononoke, um, the message was about um, anger and letting anger kind of take control and possess you. And Spirited Away was about greed, I, as I recall, and and a sense of <laughs> keeping balance between the material world and the spirit world, and and. Tanya yeah. was Little Mermaid, and it was just adorable. Well, yeah, there are some um, there are some studios that don't, you know, do the over exaggeration. I mean, we were, it was just the point of there are some that you know, once they hit TV fourteen rating, you know, some of them do overly exaggerate. And my point, um, I was trying to bring to the topic of Sailor Moon was when she turned into Princess Serenity. Okay. If you look mm-hmm. at the original Princess Serenity, the the dress was a square neck with the little hoops, you know. It was a square neck, mm-hmm. everything was covered, and she was a B cup, as in barely even there. Yes, no, sure. I used to be a B cup. I miss my B cup. Leave the no, B no, cup alone. Quote, quote, no, I'm not. I'm not making. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just quoting. You know, um, social that's network. That's a guy's. That that is a guy's view of it, yeah. and I don't think it's a fair view. No, it's I'm just going to say that I'm, right now. Well, what I'm saying is, she didn't have anything in, as far as the bus. It was okay. a more realistic proportion that you could see being on an actual person and not Barbie doll-like proportions. Yeah, it was, I what I'm saying is 14-year-old. That would be the average 14-year-old. This one, it, 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 it had a, you know, a little bit of a square neck, but then it had a little bit of a sweetheart neckline, and dear God, she had cleavage. That you know they they had to use two seconds of film to show. Well, my thinking is, in the Moon Kingdom, the body types that they are being portrayed now, they had to have been much older than fourteen years old. Mhm. Okay. Well. That's kind of probably, but I will say, when I was in middle school, there were a few girls that were bigger than a B cup. Yeah, that. And and it was not fun for them because guys were not nice to them. 
the school was always on their case about how they dressed. Because after yeah. a certain point, you have them, you know. <laughs> you can wear a baggy T-shirt, everybody still knows. Yeah. Um, uh, trust me, I was one of those ones that uh, I skipped the training bra. I went from flat as a board to, what are these? <laughs> See, I I was actually tiny for a long time. And then when I got to a B cup, I'm like, this is awesome. Okay, I can live with this. This is great. You know. And then I, then I got pregnant. Had a baby. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I, I'm not even well, the first part of me to enter the room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. Well, see, I, I, mean, I I got to a to be a 36 E. It was not fun. Any guy who no, wishes their girl was bigger fun. deserves. <laughs> any guy who wishes their girl was bigger deserves to be. Flogged publicly because that sucks. There is nothing enjoyable about it for a girl. Ever. Well, Whatever guys fantasize about, it sucks. Well, see, I'm at a T, so you can just imagine uh, what's going to happen if and when I get pregnant. Oh, I worry about my cousin Chelsea. She, for, for her... Before her wedding, she, if I recall her, what she was telling me, she actually got a reduction down to a double D. Oh dear. And yeah, so I, if man, if she if she has a kid and decides to breastfeed, oh, oh, that's that is just. I I will. I will personally bring her over ice packs <laughs> and Tylenol. Yeah. Oh. Because I, I, you know, there's very few of my cousins that I, I actually really talk to anymore. It's basically what my cousin Chelsea and my cousin Peter, who I got left. My cousin Taylor lives in California, and. I haven't talked to him in ages, and my cousin Tom refuses to talk to anybody ever about anything. Like at Christmas, he sits there, he opens his presents, he eats the food, and then he leaves. Like, I swear one day I'm going to catch him in a dark alley and I'm going to kick his butt. (laughs) Somebody needs to kick that boy's butt, even if he's three feet taller than me and... Looks like he's about to join a Viking raid. <laughs> I will. I will. I don't. I don't care. I will still kick his butt. He, he needs his butt kicked. Um, <laughs> manners, manners, child. Honestly. Um. So there's there's very few cousins that I, I I'm really particularly close to. But my cousin Chelsea is is one of them, and. If she ever decides that she wants to have kids, I will do everything I can to help her with everything that that entails if she wants me to. Because, of course, there's nothing like having kids and having people try to help you when you don't actually really need help. What the heck, microwave? 
Oh, what did the microwave do? Uh oh, I was trying to make chai tea and it blew the water up. Probably because I chai in there with the water. Yeah, don't do that. Ugh. Larg, larg. Anyway, I, w- I think um, I think we should talk about plushies. Because, you know, Summer wasn't here last week, so she didn't get to talk about plushies with us last week. So I do think we should address some, some plushies. Wait, what? Wait, what? Did we buy a steal? I think about this. I finally, what? I finally got through watching, you know, the Equestria Girls movie. Okay. And... I, 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 first of all, I thought that was just so funny. (laughs) 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 Sitting there looking at Big Macintosh, I, yeah, he is totally the same human as he is, you know, a pony. Yep. Yeah, that, that was just too funny. But Sentry Flash. Okay. I now nobody will tell me if she ever meets him again in the fourth season. But I can totally see an episode where she bumps into Century Flash and her brother Shining Armor is there also. And just give him that look, pilot look. That is my kid's sister. I am still part of the Royal Guard. I don't Captain, care. Captain. Huh? Captain of the Royal Guard. I am still Captain of the Royal Guard. I don't care <laughs> if I'm in the Crystal Kingdom. You look at her the wrong way or you do something to her, I will be here quicker than you can say help. <laughs> I I can totally see that episode. (laughs) Okay. Am I the only one that can totally just see that episode? I can. (laughs) You can set her down. She'll play with the magnets on the bottom of the fridge. Oh, okay. No. I hear Pony Baby in the background. There is a Pony Baby there. She got a hold of the Olaf magnet that we have. It's one of those rectangular, really nice magnets. Uh, and it says, and it's got Olaf dancing, and it says some people are worth melting for. Aww. I have to admit, the first time I saw that movie when he said that, I, I cried a little bit. You know, it's, but that's another story and shall be told another time. Did I tell you what I got to do this weekend? What did you get to do? I got to go meet Peter S. Beagle again. Ooh, awesome. I have to say, Melody was not as well behaved this year. Aww. 
he, he, Mr. Beagle still seemed to be very charmed by Melody, but I think that's more to his credit than to hers. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was being a terror, quite frankly. <laughs> she kept offering him red vines and then taking it back. Um, he said but this is going to be great because when she gets her first boyfriend you'll be able to like tell her boyfriend about how she behaved today I'm like and I absolutely will just so you know just so you know when you're dating my daughter she's a brat (laughs) she is a tease and yes means no and no means no just for the record. There at no point does yes mean yes unless you ask me if yes means yes. Well but um most most little girls babies unintentionally end up flirting with men. If you ever noticed that. Yeah, I, I think what it I I think grown ups have a different perspective on things than babies do because we're yeah. grown ups and they're babies. So a baby goes, Look at this cool thing I have, I'm gonna show it to you and then I but I expect it back. But they can't vocalize <laughs> that because they can't talk yet. But a grown-up thinks of it in grown-up terms, and I think there's a little something lost in the translation there. But, but yeah, it was great. We, I, I took my little sister. She got to sit through the whole movie. I did not. Guess whose fault <laughs> that was. Um, but it was fine because actually Peter was out in the lobby. He wasn't actually in there watching the movie. So I got a chance to talk to him without waiting in line or whatever. He, I, I wanted to talk to him more when I was in line, but I didn't want to be that person, you know, that holds up the whole line of like 300 people. Because so, <laughs> I could have. He is a great storyteller. Like, just like, I could just sit there and listen to him talk. He could be reading out of the phone book, and I would probably be enthralled. He's a fantastic storyteller. He's got a really great voice. But I'm sure he's probably the best grandpa ever. Like like every family event, all the little kids gather around. Grandpa, Grandpa, tell us a story. Tell us a story. Yeah. He says he, he he said in the question and answer part that the reason why Schmendrick the magician was Schmendrick the magician because someone asked why did you name him Schmendrick, and he said he wasn't really sure, but he used to tell his daughter's stories about Schmendrick the magician long before he ever started the the last unicorn that he was invented first. He she, he would tell his daughter bedtime stories about the world's worst magicians. <laughs> so, and I just, I feel so lucky that he came to Portland again. And so I got to do that this weekend. 
despite, you know, trying to hide my embarrassment of my daughter running around the lobby going, ah! <laughs> My sister took pictures of her throwing tantrums, so we have that on, on, on we have physical record of her being an absolute breast. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. <sighs> and I have the worst, worst luck. This is the second year I have tried I have failed to get something for Simply Steffi. Steph uh I don't I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I've never actually heard it pronounced. Fury says it's a Katie, so that's how I'm gonna call it. Um but uh I'm sure you guys know Steph. Mm-hmm. Her fav her favorite ponies are Locket and Heartthrob and she loves pink. And posts pictures of her great Danes all all, all the time. But she sent me a custom monster high doll of Lady Amalfia that is absolutely gorgeous. And a she in a, in an ROPK that was done for me at one point, she sent me a custom uh last unicorn done with a gusty pose G one. And there's it it that pony is, is the queen of my collection. And I tried to get her assigned print this year. Um, but I bought a lot of signed prints because I was getting some Christmas shopping and stuff out of the way. I got one for my sister as a way of saying thank you for coming with me and everything. And unfortunately, my sister, my sister's was signed, and then I'm like, and this one is for my friend Steph, S-T-E-F-F. That is not what he signed. He signed my sister's name again. Wow. Which I totally get it, you know, hundreds of people signing all kinds of names. You know, every anybody would do that. So I, my sister ended up getting two. I still don't have one for stuff. And I didn't want to wait in line for like another hour to go back and get another print and have him sign it. So I need to see if I can find a way to order one of those online. Absolutely. But just my luck. It's like, and he still wouldn't sign either the pony or the doll. So Steph still doesn't get him back. Aw. He likes them too much. He doesn't want to put any marks on them. <laughs> so. Ha ha. I would never do that. Yeah, he's like, I won't sign it. They're too nice. I'm not going to mess it up. But ever Aww. since she sent them to me, she's like, I want my last unicorn back. I'm like, what do you mean? You mean my last unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, if he ever signs it, if he ever signs it, I will send it back. The only way she's getting it back is, A, if I die, I will leave it to her. Or B, if he signs it. So, and even then, I might not give it back. So, I really like that custom. So, yeah.
I'm tired. So anyway, <laughs> it okay. is it is almost six o'clock my time, which means we've been on the air almost an hour. Which means we still have an hour to do plushies. Yeah. Oh wait, I do want to say one thing to uh, Summer Blade. Mhm. For my last injection, which was two weeks ago, I took uh, someone with me to my injection. Uh huh. And of course, you know, I was so out of it and dopey. I didn't mean to actually show her off. I showed her off to the to the anesthesia nurse, who was the original nurse who took care of me too. Uh huh. She thought she was totally cute <laughs> and adorable. And I took her with me to my orthopedic appointment last week. Just shocked his nurse because. She didn't even think they were making ponies anymore. Oh, wow. And she asked, was she the first nurse pony? And are there (laughs) any doctor ponies? (laughs) I told her, nope, only only nurses. (laughs) Well, that is not entirely true. Not technically true. Because there is Dr. Who. Mm-hmm. Although he may not be that kind of doctor. Well they did have a Doctor Pony in the in in the uh the show, they just don't have a toy yeah. for him, unfortunately. Well, see, that's the thing that's been driving me crazy about Hasbro recently is it's been two years since they made the Princess Cadence Shining Armor set. Yeah. And I was so excited for the idea that there might be a line of boy ponies that maybe included unicorns and Pegasus as well as Earth ponies. Because the first boy they introduced was a unicorn. Ooh. And I just about wet myself. So, <laughs> um and, I mean, so clearly, at the very least, they could be making more unicorns because they have a mold. There's been multiple releases of Shining Armor at this point, not just with the castle, but also in the multi-pony sets. Mm-hmm. So they could at least be making more unicorns. And they have developed, fully developed boy characters on the show. Big Macintosh was the first boy. He was introduced in episode one. And it's like they're completely ignoring him. Like, there's this idea that girls only want princes. And I think that's crap, because I, if I had to pick between Big Macintosh and Shining Armor, I would probably pick Big Macintosh. He's a really fantastic character. And they have... They have Mr. and Mrs. Cake. For the first time, a fully married couple. And we had babies together. You know, not just, hey, we have some boy ponies and we've got these girl ponies and you decide. There's an actual married couple. Mm-hmm. And they've made Mrs. Cake. 
but they have not made Mr. Cake. And they didn't put any of her babies in with her set. It has some random baby pony, you know, and it just, it, I'm not entirely sure what they're thinking. There, there are yeah, boys everywhere in the show. Background characters, castle guards, sports figures. And yet the toy line is void of all of them except for shiny armor. And it's kind of ticking me off. Yeah, I mean, and even with, um, they do have, finally in the blind bags, now they have molds for the boy characters, but it's still kind of, that's all you're getting, is is the blind bags and the minis. It doesn't yeah. make any sense as to why we're not getting any of the full-size brushables as those. You know, not just well, from a collector the- standpoint, but from a kid that's just going to be playing ponies. Because, I mean, the way they do the ponies now, there's not really an option of pretending like this brushable is actually a boy anymore. Because of the way they do the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, they used to all just have pony eyes. You know, there wasn't multiple eyes. They were all the same. So you could pretend Glory was a boy and Moonbanger was a girl or vice versa. You could pretend that Firefly was a boy and Medley was a girl. You know, because they all have the same eyes, just different colors. And now, you know, they've got the the Fluttershy eyes and Rainbow Dash eyes and Applejack eyes and Twilight Sparkle eyes and Rarity eyes, and they're all girl eyes, completely different for boy eyes. So... They really need to start releasing some boy ponies. Yeah. You know, it just... Oh, Lord. Sorry, no, sorry. No, it wasn't about you guys. Sorry. Yeah, it just... <laughs> I mean, if they were to look on eBay and see how much boy ponies go for, even the ones that are in terrible condition... I think they would realize that there's an actual market for boy ponies. Yeah. No, how cool would a G4 set of the the Mountain Boys be? Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Or a G4 set of the Loving Family Ponies. Oh, that would be cool, too. Of the original boys. I mean, for goodness sakes, people. You don't even have to look that far to come up with ideas. If you don't want to take the ones on the show, you can at least get the ones you already made. Yep. So, (laughs) Samantha said she was thinking about making some figures based off the blind bags, but hasn't had the time. Well, I, I hope you do, and I hope I get to see one of them. Okay. I really hate stupid people. 
<laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. Um, back in, I think, June or July, I had sent my resume. Uh, there was a person who was advertising. They were making a, a list of coders to go ahead and have, you know, a pool of coders that if a project uh-huh. came up, you know, they could, like, tag you into it. Well, I've never gotten an email back about it. And then today, my what I call my professional email account, because, you know, you always have two. You have the one with the crazy, wacky name is all your friends and all of that, but then you have the one that is your name and it's a professional one. Well, it never has more than about 20 emails at a time. And for some reason today, it just blew up. And it was the people that I had emailed back in June. Well, they basically are using a list method of communicating with everybody. And the reason why I say I hate stupid people is because people are sitting there going, Take me off this list. I can't have my phone going off 20 times a day. In the original email, if you look all the way down at the bottom, there's a link that when you press it, magically takes you off the list. It's like, really, it is sitting right there, press the button, and go on with your life. I will now get off with my soapbox, <laughs> and we can resume our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Already in progress. <laughs> you know, Pandora, I suspect you of putting off doing the plushies. No. I think you are secretly trying to prolong the inevitable descent into the G4s. No! You can't make me do it! <laughs> the little rainbow cesspool of g fordom. Oh. No, I'm not looking forward to having to try and find 18 websites to try and do them. <laughs> I know I need to get online and make up an actual pamphlet for us that I can send to you, I can mail to you guys. Oh, Summer, did you get my private message on Facebook? We lost that. And I don't even know when we lost her. Well, I had just looked to see if she was still there, and she was. So it it must have been just recently. But either she'll call back in, or she'll go to send me a message on Facebook, and she'll see my message where I'm asking her to confirm that her address is still correct. But no, I am not trying to prolong the plushies. I'm doing I, 
Of course you're not. No, I'm not. Even though as soon as we finish the plushies, we're forced to enter the world of G4. Yeah. Unless you can somehow find a way to track down any G3 Christmas ornaments and be like, well, we didn't do the Christmas ornaments. I will find something. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I'm back. Yay! (laughs) So, Summer, did you get my my Facebook message? Uh, I haven't checked Facebook yet. Oh. I'll have to go check it. I'm on, I'm playing around on my forum site right now. But I sent you a Facebook I sent you a message asking you to confirm if your address is still the same. Oh, yeah, it is still the same. Hi. Oh, you want me to read this? Okay, 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 here we go. Oh, somebody's so cranky. Oh, dear. Pony baby sitting on my lap with her strawberry shortcake book. It's called Camp Fairy. It's a Penguin Young Reader's book. It absolutely does not follow any sort of continuity with the TV show at all, but the characters are recognizable to her, so she likes it. (laughs) And Melody can say shoes. She wants everybody to know shoes. 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 Aww. And she can say eyeball. (laughs) Yep. Shoes, eyeball. Well, she's got herself covered from head to toe then. Yep. Also, you should probably never, learning the hard way, never. Never give a baby a ball that has magnets in it unless you want them to destroy your TV. And never give, yeah, (laughs) we get some fun colors if she gets that near near the Trinitron. Um, And never give a baby those foam ball, like stress ball type things that like sometimes companies hand out for promotional reasons. Because those apparently are just begging to be chewed on. Yep. Because they are squishy and foamy. No. No. (laughs) But yeah, um... Right now, Melody's favorite pony is Pinkie Pie from the G4 show. And that is her favorite pony right now because we have the Build-A-Bear Pinkie Pie and we have the Thai Beanie Baby Pinkie Pie. And, well, no, it's not because there's lots of beanbag toys. So, anyway, 
my husband makes fun of me because I I brand accordingly. Um, anyway, we play with the Pinkie Pie, and I make Pinkie Pie sing the Smile song, it, which apparently is awesome. She is not happy, Fred. She does not feel like doing Cirque du Soleil today. <laughs> she does like being up high, though. Giddy up, Daddy Pony. Sha. <laughs> They're going to go get pizza. Yay. I can already tell you there's absolutely no diapers in it. There is butt paste and there's wipes. That's what it's called. It's called Boudreaux's Original Butt Paste. I'm not the one that names these things. (laughs) Fine. Yellow tube of cream. Crude. So, anyway, that's not a swear word. (laughs) That is part of the anatomy. It's not a bad word. It was used in context. It is actually in the medical dictionary. Ludius Maximus in, tape. There you go. <laughs> if, if, if the word is in a medical dictionary, it is not a swear word. <laughs> there you go. Well, there's a couple <laughs> other words in a medical dictionary that we probably shouldn't say until ponies after dark, and maybe not even then, but we're just going to leave it at that. Well, there's a difference between a swear word and a word that may not be appropriate for all audiences. Yes. There you go. Uh, But if they can say the word bet on the Simpsons, it is not a swear word. (laughs) Yes. Lesson learned the hard way. Don't drink eggnog chai on an empty stomach. I think that's a given that you should never drink eggnog on an empty stomach, period. Yeah, well, unfortunately I did. So I'm. there may be times at which I mute the conversation for your own benefit. <laughs> oh, and also... I never knew that alcohol can remove latex paint. Sorry, what now? Alcohol wipes can remove latex paint. Oh, really? I didn't know that either. Dawn dishwashing soap will melt the, the paint used for the symbols for Magic Message Ponies. Really? Oh, yeah. I think you said that before. Well, that's because it's grease-based. 
So Which makes sense right. when you think about it. They just normally you don't think about it. Yeah. And and I, I you know they actually as the lines went on in the G one it seems like the paint that they used was different later than it was at first because it looked like the paint that they used for like the sunshine ponies and some of the other beach ponies also seemed to be like a thicker craftier greasier sort of paint than like the paint that Snuzzle has. Hmm. Yeah, it does seem to be like the, those symbols are, they're almost a little more raised off of the pony in a, yeah. in a way. And they're more delicate. Like, it's harder to find ponies without a symbol that are free of symbol rubs if they have that later paint. So... Word to the wise, Dawn is fine for earlier ponies, but keep it away from the later ones and especially from the, away from the magic message ponies. And do not use alcohol wipes on latex paint. The reason why I know this is I finally got around to, you know those little sticky things that you used to hang up a poster with? Unfortunately, they don't really hold the poster very well. I finally got to taking the rest of them off, and some of them left the residue behind. So I figured, eh, alcohol wipe will take take the residue right off, right? Mhm. Well, took the paint off left, too, huh? It, it <laughs> left the re- no, it left the residue. On one, it just one part, it just took off the paint. Yeah. On another part. It ate through the on a hanger on the closet. It ate it oh, ate goodness. through the paint all the way down to the base paint we painted with. <laughs> so the, my, my I have one wall that is currently purple with two very odd looking white parts that either need to be repainted the original purple. Or I need to find a couple of stencils <laughs> and start stenciling. <laughs> so, but that's to all the uh, customizers out there. Keep alcohol wipes away from latex paint. Although you probably shouldn't be using latex paint on a pony. No. But it's a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Well, you just got to use them for bases sometimes and yeah. well, just general knowledge for the walls, too. Yep. You want to know what I've noticed about the market for ponies, though, right now? I am making more money selling vintage ponies than I am making selling custom ponies right now. Yeah. Well, I think it's because of all the 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 G one references that have been showing up in the show recently. Yep. Particularly in that last season. Probably. But the one thing we have to hope is whoever's buying them 
is buying them because they like the pony and not buying it to just stand there and say, look at me, look at me. I have general... Firefly? General Firefly? Yeah, I have General Firefly. Well, at this point, I haven't actually listed Firefly. She's still waiting for the rest of my restore job on her. But um, but I've listed a Sand Digger and a Watercolor Baby Pony, Baby Sea Pony. Um, and can't, there was a third one, but I can't remember which one it was. Um, but yeah, so there are at least more obscure ones, but I'm hoping that people are starting to see these G1 references and are starting to look and see what other ponies there were. And I know that a bunch of the G1 Pegasus ponies showed up on a cover of one of the My Little Pony comics, and I really wanted it, but I never got it. Aww. Uh, they actually show um, in one of the the G4 comics, they have a panel with all the original um, collector's pose ponies. I was oh, just they? reading it, and yeah, and I noticed they had um, they had butterscotch and bluebell and cotton candy and um, minty. I and a couple of the other, I think that was all of them, but they they had them all in um in one panel. And I was like, oh, cool! I know who that is. I know who that is too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was neat how they snuck them in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Fred, what what setting do I need to put the oven on? Okay. Um. I'm hoping I'm hoping that people are actually starting to look up the original ponies and gaining an appreciation for them. Is my hope? Well, I think some of them are because I've read, you know, a couple posts on the forum where people who have just gotten into ponies because of the show will go, "Oh, I really like this pony in the show. Are there any more in in older generations that are like this one?" And there'll people that'll post like pictures of yeah, there's Firefly here, or yeah, there's um, here's a different version of Minty, or you know, something to that effect. It's refreshing. Yeah. Which is good. It's always nice when you know the newer people want to check out all the older stuff and have an appreciation for it. Well, yeah, because I mean, truthfully, there wouldn't be. A G4, if there had not first been a G1, a G2, and a G3. This is true. You know, and I mean, yeah, the show right now is a masterpiece of animation and writing and voice talent. But that doesn't mean that the original show is therefore terrible. You know, the 80s was a huge time in 
cartoons being made to market toys. It was not at all refined, though. It was a, hey, I have this idea. I bet you we'll sell more of these toys if we make a cartoon to go with it. (laughs) You remember when people used to buy Howdy Doody toys because there was a show on TV called Howdy Doody. What if we did that with cartoons? And it worked. But, I mean, it obviously wasn't brilliant writing. No. You know, there there were a lot of plot holes. Definitely. Um, but it, it 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 pioneered into what we have today, and I think it it it, it deserves to be recognized as the founding show. That with the founding toys, and actually the toys came before the show. Everybody thinks that the show came before the toys, but it didn't. The first My Little Pony was released as a baby pony with Hasbro's My Pretty Pony, which was giant. It was the size of a G3 styling size, and it looked like a real horse. It was brown. Um, and it had Applejack duds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when, when Applejack got her duds, I'm like, I recognize that outfit. That looks like my pretty pony's outfit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's there is seems to be this notion out there that My Little Pony started with the G1 show, and it did not. It started with Peachy and Butterscotch being released with a My Pretty Pony as a beautiful baby. And it grew from there. And it just, it was a phenomenal, uh, I know so many people do not like the collector's pose, but to me that is the quintessential My Little Pony. Even adults from my parents' generation, if they see that silhouette, they know that's My Little Pony. Even if they don't know the names of any of the ponies, even if they just remember that was that thing that their kid was into back in the 80s, they know what it is. And I love, 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 love the collector's books. I've just pulled up MLP land. Plushies anyway. Um, (laughs) We got through plush ponies with fabric hair medium size. And we are down to, oh, and we did the singing minty. So all we have left for plushies is plushy ponies with yarn hair medium size. Yep. 
And we are going to yep. go ahead and start off with the classic, Miss Cotton Candy. Absolutely. Now, Cotton Candy, of course, got her start in the G1 line as a pink pony with pink hair and little white spots, Appaloosa spots. By the time she made it to G3, she was still a pink pony, but her hair became pink and white and kind of a minty blue-green. And her symbol which, if you think about it, is the traditional colors of cotton candy. It is. It really is. Because <laughs> it all tastes like sugar, so you just pick the color. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And actually, do you know that cotton candy was originally called fairy floss? Yep. And I believe it was introduced at the world's, one of the world's fairs. Yes, it was. Along with ice cream. Uh, and hamburgers. Yep. Talk about it. Time to get get go into a sugar coma. <laughs> <laughs> junk food. Mm, junk food. <laughs> um, but anyway, so cotton candy, the, the, her symbol on this pony is actually a cone with cotton, pink cotton candy swirled on it. It's pink with white sort of outline, or white and blue sort of outlines. And the stick is green. And this pony is different than the the medium-sized ponies we talked about last week. This one is a lot more stiff-looking. She's fully, and her hair is made out of crinkly, sort of cabbage patch kid looking but very very soft young yeah it's really beautiful stuff it's not brushable but it's not not stylable either you just can't brush it because you'd ruin the yarn you could kind of sort of braid it but that's pretty much it well yeah but you know Realistically speaking, plushies would probably survive better with yarn hair than nylon or acrylic hair because that stuff dries out and gets that crinkly, snarly thing going on after 30 years. Mm-hmm. But usually yarn hair holds up pretty well. So... I don't I don't actually mind the fact that she has yarn hair. I think that was actually a good move. Because it's still playable, you can still braid it, you can still tie ribbons in it, but at the same time it's probably gonna last. And I like the fact that the G threes compared to the G one plushies, the G threes have embroidered eyes. Remember the G ones had those plastic eyes and, you know, thirty years later if you're lucky if the eyes aren't battered and cloudy. Yeah, they they do get a lot of rubbing wear and tear on them and because they're yeah. the button eyes that are sort of sewn in, sometimes they'll pop off or chip a little bit. And and it makes them much harder to like wash them if they need to be washed because you have to be careful with the button eyes and yeah. I think I I think the G3 um yarn hair ponies are a real 
a real good way to go. I, I really like that. And so that's that's Cotton Candy. Her eyes are blue. Um, she was released in 2006. So, Summer, why don't you do the next one? Okay, let's see if I can get the computer to cooperate here. That's a little bit of a challenge. Uh, okay. Oh, next one's Pinkie Pie. Ooh, and she's actually a cute little Pinkie Pie. And she is pretty much the standard G3 Pinkie Pie with the pink body and pink hair and the blue and yellow balloon symbols and the blue eyes. Yeah, she is. At least she's better than Piggy Pie, which we talked about last week. Yeah, where she had kind of a funny little snout thing going. Yeah, where her, for some reason, they put her nostrils in the front instead of on the sides. Yeah, I, I think this one is a pretty good plushie. I can see I can see it definitely being played with and taken to bed and and being generally manhandled by your standard three year old. All right, well Pandora, your turn. Oh, this one was released in two thousand four. Pinkie Pie was released in two thousand four. Up next, we have Miss Rainbow Dash. And no, it is not the Rainbow Dash we have come to love and adore with the wings. She unfortunately is grounded as an earth pony. And she, of course, is pretty. And and possessed by the spirit of Zsa Zsa Gabor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she is. And she is a pale blue still. Still has her rainbow hair, but instead of a rainbow lightning bolt for her symbol, it is two clouds connected by a rainbow. And, and of course, her, as as this tradition, so, her rainbow is split up. Yes. In her mane, there is the pink, orange, green. And yellow, and her tail is the rest of purple, blue, and pink. And she was released in 2004, and her Dutch name is Regenboog. Oh, dear. Yum, yum, come back. (laughs) Yes, please. Regenboog! Oh, dear. Hmm. Man, you know what you should have if you've never had it? What is that? Toast. Toast with fresh ground almond chocolate butter. Mm. Mm, that does sound good. <laughs> so our next one after... Oh, Rainbow Dash was also released in 2004. Our next one is a pony that I have a lot of in brushable form. 
in my collection for some strange, bizarre reason. Her name is Rainbow Swirl. She is a purple pony with rainbow eyes. She's an earth pony. And her symbol is a dish of rainbow frozen yogurt. I suppose it could be rainbow ice cream or rainbow sorbet, but I prefer to think of it as rainbow frozen yogurt because I have had rainbow frozen yogurt, and it is the only substance in existence that I have ever tasted can say only that it tastes like color. (laughs) It tastes like color? It tastes like color. Okay. It doesn't taste like vanilla. It doesn't taste like any sort of fruit. It tastes like you're eating color. So Okay. Then you have evidently had some very bad rainbow sherbet because No, 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 it wasn't sherbet. No, it wasn't sherbet. Frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt is different. It is. Well, and and sadly, the the shop that sold it went out of business, so I can no longer get rainbow frozen yogurt. You know, that was a really good... Go ahead. It was the strangest substance ever. I, I would go and get it if I was having a really bad day. Because it didn't taste like frozen yogurt, and it didn't taste like ice cream. And it didn't taste like sorbet. And it didn't taste like vanilla. And it didn't taste like fruit. I don't know what it tasted like. We'll see. I can only say there, that it must have tasted like color. There, there, there used to be, and I think there still is a few shops, um, there used to be um, a frozen yogurt franchise called TCBY. That was the place. Oh, yes, I remember that place. That was the place I used to get it. And we now have a plethora of different types of frozen, self-serve frozen yogurt shops. And they drove TCBY out of business in our area. Yeah, I don't even know if there is one anywhere near me. But my mother and I, um, once in a while, now this was a real treat because we actually had to take a bit of a drive to go get it. We would go there. I would get the waffle cone. I forget what what flavor yogurt I would get, but I would always get M and M's sprinkles mm. on it. And this this wasn't like you know the the normal places where you're lucky if you get two or three M and M's and maybe five sprinkles. No. When they gave you M&M's and they gave you sprinkles, you had enough M&M's and enough sprinkles to last you till you got to the bottom of that cone and had to start eating it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, TCB-wise, that was good stuff. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so... The the frozen yogurt, the the whatever's in this dish is um green, pink, orange and white. The dish is actually just an outline outlined in purple because the pony itself is purple, so I guess figured why waste the thread. 
Um, and her hair is also pink, orange, yellow, and green. So very similar to the colors in the dish. But she's a beautiful pony. I really like her. For, I, I'm not entirely sure how I end up with so many of these in brushable form, but I have a jointed one, and I think I have two versions of the non-jointed one, and it just they just seem to come to me. I don't even think and I have one of her. Well, I'll, I'll send you one of mine. <laughs> Hold on. Let me... <laughs> Rainbow Swirl my... came out in 2006. Let me see. So, Summer, your turn. Okay. So the next one is so-and-so. And she kind of looks like the G4 Scootaloo because she's got the orange body and then the sort of pinky red hair. And I then think she's it's got actually two colors of purple. You know, I think you're I think right. It's like a, I think it's like periwinkle and lavender. Yeah, it's just hard to tell on the screen. But she's got like the the purpley hair then, and mm-hmm. her symbol's the little button with the um, the hearts around it. Yeah, we described that button with hearts around it last week. It's a really great symbol. I actually think it's one of my favorite symbols from the G3 line, and it's just, it's a really well-done symbol. It's like its own windrows. Mm-hmm. Everybody who knows what Windrose is, say aye. Aye. I kind of have an idea. Okay, when you're reading a map and you see the little compassy thing on the map telling you which direction north is, mm-hmm. that's a Windrose. Oh, Okay. But, yeah, you know what I like about this pony? She really reminds me of the G1 Earth Pony plushies. Hmm. You know, her her nice fat little body, her giant head. I just love it. All right, so... Pandora, you're up next. And oh, before before we do that one, so and so was released in 2005. Okay. All right. Next is Miss Shenanigans, and she is uh, pale blue. She has lavender, blue, and white in her hair, and of course, she has her trademark hot air balloon as her symbol. Oh, this is the most gorgeous plushie ever. I love this shade of blue. I do too. I love the colors in her hair. These are all my favorite colors. (laughs) All she needs is some silver in there and there you go. It would be all my, absolutely all my favorite colors. 
Oh, I love shenanigans. And I have a brushable shenanigans thanks to Summer, who sent me one. And that shenanigans is now a boy for my G3 herd. But you know what? If you really think about the name shenanigans, don't you think Irish? Actually, I think of the movie Waiting, but... Bookgirl was a 2005 release. Yep, and then the next, the next pony is also a 2005 release. And she is a pony that somehow winds up in everybody's bait box. Like, she is right up there with Pinkie Pie. You can't get a, ba- a lot of baits without having at least one of her in it. Really? I don't even have her in my collection. Oh, I have several really? of them. <laughs> I yeah, don't. one of us needs to send Pandora one. <laughs> this pony is Sky Wishes. She appeared originally as a brushable, and she was a diva pose. She is sort of a lavender pink and a brushable one, that kind of pearly pink they had going. But in this, she's a soft pink, like a strawberry shake sort of pink. Her eyes are green. Her hair is periwinkle, lavender, and and she's her cutie mark, for those who don't remember, is a kite and a butterfly flying Ooh. next to each other. Yeah. She was released in 2005 as a plushie, and she is a gorgeous plushie. I probably really would have wanted this pony if, if it had been released when I was a little kid. It would have matched my bedroom. <laughs> my mom was all about uh, about gender stereotypes. So, I had a pink, purple, and blue room. It was baby blue. But mostly pink. Pepto. Oh, oh, I do have sky wishes. What? I was thinking of another pony that I don't have. Ah. See, everybody has sky wishes. Um, All right. So, I guess, uh, Summer, it's your turn again. Okay. Uh, next pony is also a 2005, and this is Sparkleworks. And mm. she's an orange with, in this one, she just has the solid pink hair. And I like this shade of orange they did for this plushie, because it's a, it's a kind of soft, almost like, like a orange sherbet kind of orange. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good for the um, the colors in her symbol, too, because you can see the blues and the yellows and the reds and the little fireworks that are sewn onto her a lot better with this shade of orange. That's true. The original pony was a dark orange, and it really is difficult to see her symbol because it's such a strong orange. Mm-hmm. It kind of really the other colors. 
But it's a beautiful plush. Oh, yeah, she is cute. Actually, I have always really liked Sparkleworks. I, Sparkleworks is another one that I've decided was a boy, despite the pink hair. Because I think boys can have pink hair if they want. There you go. Well, well, sure. A couple of the G1 boys had pink hair. Steamer was Absolutely. pink and pink hair. Yeah, there you go. All right. So then, one of you. <laughs> Next one up is Sweet Berry, and this is the pony I was thinking of. <laughs> she is pink. With lavender hair, see green hair, and white hair, and her symbol is a bunch of strawberries growing on a vine. I also wind up with a lot of her in my bait box. I will see if I can find one for you that I haven't cut the hair off of. (laughs) (laughs) She was also available in a... um, Diva pose. Yeah, she was. But yeah, she's she's a, a, again a really pretty pony. Her hair, her eyes are kind of a aqua and pink, I think, or aqua and lavender. It's hard to tell in this picture. You broke the eyeball. Oh, uh, looks uh, like pink. It's similar to the to her, the shade of her body, so I, I, we'll just say pink. Yeah. Well, apparently, Melody broke her eyeball. So, if anybody happens, if anybody happens to know where you can buy an eyeball, an eyeball, one of those. Yeah, like one of those, like no matter where the ball, how the ball rolls, the eyeball always faces up because it's like oh, one of those balls. Yeah, I need another one of those. Millie wore out her other one. I might have somewhere one somewhere in the house. I'll have to look for it. Yeah, that's why one of her first words is eyeball. But yes, Sweetberry was also um, released in 2005. And then this one, this next one, was released in 2004. And it is Tinka Tinka 2. Now, Tinka Tinka 2 was a donkey pose brushable. This one is, of course... um, just in the regular standing pose, collector's pose, if you will. (laughs) And um, she is a silvery lavender pony with pink, aqua, and lavender hair. Her eyes are, are kind of a silvery lavender and aqua with a pink heart. And her symbol is Two silver bells, which again are depicted using um, aqua and white outlined in purple and then with a big pink bow. 
on the top. <laughs> yes, we're all Meshuggah. Um, <laughs> God loves commentary. Um, mm, I smell food. Um, but yeah, she's a beautiful pony, and I really like her. I think I like her better as a plush than I did as a brushable. Because I'm not overly fond of the donkey pose, although I did turn a brushable donkey pose, Tinka Tinka 2, into a G3 snuzzle for Amber Jewel once, a long time ago. Like, oh my gosh, four years ago. And I can't even begin to pronounce the Dutch name, but it's kind of spelled like Knutselkatje. It's a Kachi, something, something to that effect. It starts with a K. Yes. Uh, all right. So, who wants to who wants to do the next one? The last one. Oh, oh excuse me. I think Pandora should do the last one. Alrighty then. The very last one on this website, which will be the last pony we will do upon this website. Well, one of the last ones because there's not very many G4s listed on this website when we finally get to it. Is Miss Triple Treat, and she is lavender with pink hair yellow hair, and white hair. And she has three things for her symbol. A chocolate chip cookie, an ice cream cone, and a cotton candy, which all make me want to have ice cream, cotton candy, and a chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's Ice cream, a lollipop, and a chocolate chip cookie. Oh, it's a lollipop? I always thought that was cotton candy. Okay. No, it's it's a, it's a spiral lollipop. Like those ones that you always think that you have to get when you're at a, a specialty candy store, but then when you try to eat it, you realize that there's no good way to eat those. Yeah, they take like several days to eat, or you have to break them up into pieces. They're visually appealing, but logistically difficult. <laughs> mhm. And yet it's like when people think lollipop, it's probably the first image that pops into people's heads. Is of that round spiral colorful lollipop. Even though Little round ones like Dum Dums and Blow Pops are far more common. Mm-hmm. And a lot easier to eat, too. Unicorn Pops are great until you get about halfway down, and then it starts to get tricky. Yep. You almost need to buy a Dremel tool so that once you get halfway down, you can saw off the, the top part of the stick. <laughs> so you can get the rest of it. 
There you go. Well, we've got 60 seconds till our live audience is gone. Do we want to go ahead and do Miss uh, Kimono? All right. Yep, better get her in. Okay, well, Pony Night Night. Night night. Pony night night. Pony night night. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye bye. You know, Samantha said she used to have a TCBY in her neighborhood, but it went out of business too. So I'm wondering if the whole company went under. Um, actually, we do have one up near a mall where I live. Oh, hooray. Well, at least there's some some splinter cells of it holding out. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, the very first store was opened up in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. But yeah, she says OTCBY is still around, just not in all areas. But yeah, so do you realize we just finished the G3 line? No, we didn't. Well, remember the for singing Minty. Huh? We did singing Minty last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. But actually, remember there are still some that we have to do because we have to go through... Um, my Little Pony Wiki. Oh, that's right. You wanted us to go through My Little Pony Wiki, even though it's a frustrating site to navigate to try and find all the crane game plushies. Well, most of the crane the tra- the crane game plushies were the um the fabric hair ones because I remember yeah, I mentioned those out of the cranes. Yeah, but some of those aren't listed on the uh, website because. The one I have is not listed on the website. So it is missing quite a few of them. Well, then, Pandora, you are really going to have to knuckle down this week and go through Wikipedia, my little wiki, and actually figure out which ones we didn't cover and make a list and email them to us. You want me to think this week? You realize I have another injection on Wednesday, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you have till Wednesday to get it done. My my brain will literally be mush on Wednesday. (laughs) Well, then you have a lot of work to do tomorrow. (laughs) I thought it was funny the last time. I actually didn't even remember eating my dinner. Oh, no. I don't always remember eating my dinner. Well, between... Isn't that normal? No, between eating... Taking my meds and then the meds they gave me for the uh, actual procedure, I just really did not remember much after that. Okay, I will attempt through tomorrow uh, and Wednesday. Then I will try and cross-reference. But I warn you, 
it might not be as thorough as what you're looking for. I know. And these I'll are not I... these are not done in the same order that they're done on MLP land. The MLP land does them in like they pick yarn hair or hair or whatever, but they're not done. They're done in alphabetical order, not done by year. My little wiki has them by year, and and then yeah, and then by size. So it's going to. It may actually take us a couple weeks to cross-reference this. Yeah. Just saying. So we may have to have a different topic next week because, like, it starts with tiny yarn hair, and there's only two. And I don't remember, or maybe there's more than two. I don't see it. it, it my little wiki is not really laid out very well. No. So, like, it starts out with tiny yarn hair, and it has a picture of Rainbow Dash and Sparkle Works. And then this little tiny picture off to the side that has a purple pony, a pony that's Rainbow Dash, and a pony that probably Tularula. Um... But it looks like released in 2005 at a discount chain. There's Fluttershy, Rainbow Dash, Sparkle Works, and Tinka Tinka 2. But if I click on Fluttershy, though, then it just takes me to the main Fluttershy page. And then I have to scroll down. And... Yeah, this is going to be a pain. It really is. I honestly think it would be easier to, like, if you have the G3 book, to just get the information out of the G3 book. And if it's not in the G3 book, I say we skip it. Actually, there is not many plushies listed in the G3 book. The only ones they have is the yarn-haired. Okay, well, going to be able to do. Oh, thank you for saying about using the um, the book because I just found some plushies that weren't listed that we can do. They're in the book. And, yep, and you will have to wait until till our next show to find out which ones. No. <clears throat> Okie dokie. But yeah, it just. I'm leave these open. Maybe, maybe next week we do another anime um, manga special. How's that? Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, um. But, I have to say that, yeah, the. I'm actually really rather disappointed with the way MLP lands has laid out their plushie category. Yeah. Because I would have really much ra- rather had it be by year. And then, you know. Yeah. But because... Like every, 
myself, even seeing tiny, we're so soft, baby pony with advanced features, baby ponies, baby alive, knit plush ponies. Oh, I remember when we did those. Those were actually pretty cool looking. Um, yeah, so like the tiny ones, I don't know if they're referring to... It looks like they're referring to the small ones on on the MLP land is the tiny yarn hair ones on My Little Wiki. Since My Little Wiki... See, my little wiki separates them into the sitting pose and the lying down pose and then the standing pose. So, And they're not separated like that on MLP land. Oh, this is going to be a nightmare. Well, I think well, this is right. more, more set up if, like, you're looking to see what, you know, the pony is. And I, and I think... Yeah. It's it's just completely different from the way that we've been doing. Because if, if you, like I said, if you click on any of the links, they just go to the main page for that character. Mm-hmm. And then you have to scroll down through all the releases of that character to find the one you were just looking at on the, the plush page. Um, it doesn't mention which discount chain these were released at. <laughs> I'm going to assume Dollar General or Big Lots. That's usually one of the... Um, but, yeah, this is... And then there's... Yeah, and then there's some where it looks like they tried to have links, but then when you click on that, it goes it says this page doesn't exist anymore. So um usually on like on Wisteria's page you have to go all the way down and like it doesn't even show the flush on her page. Yeah, see, that's what, why I said um, this website is a little lacking in that area because you have to figure it, they are overseas. So some of, the, some of the stuff they might not have known about. Hmm. So I don't know really if my little wiki is going to help us as much in this regard, although I will say that when we get to the G4 ponies, the G4 ponies seem to be (laughs) broken down into equestrian girls, blind bags, Characters, G4 toy exclusive characters, G4 poses, and cowbow. And it says the first release ones, um, 
Wave 1 fashion style, Wave 1 special holiday releases. So it's, it actually seems to do a much better job with the G4 stuff. You know, it says who the character is, um, the releases. It shows pictures of what they came with, the back card, the accessories. It, it seems fairly complete on the G4 stuff, at the very least. Well, that's good. It just it seems like plushies were not their priority, though, during the G3 era. But I do know Pandora has that book, so I'm sure she will come come on the show next week and give us a thrilling a thrilling adventure where we have to look up ponies on eBay that are in her book. <laughs> but yeah, and then our job is to drop at all the prices. Well, either yeah. next week or the week after that, depending upon how long it takes to go ahead and get everything together. For Christmas, I want, I want um, the Summer Haze books. <laughs> I think I might try to get my hands on a couple of those, too. At the very least, I think going into G4, if we all had Summer Haze G4 books, it would make it a lot easier because we'd all be working with the same material. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get some of his G4 book. Hopefully by then I will actually be back back to working at a regular job. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed, and eventually this nerd finally just says, okay, I give up. <laughs> well, I went back to see my orthopedic on Friday, and I told him all the little problems I've been having with it, and he he agreed with me that, yeah, it's the nerve has figured out that we're still trying to get it to calm down. Mm-hmm. But we're going at it not head on, but you know, in a different way, going through the back door, and it's still trying to, you know, irritate me. Ooh. Because I'm getting, you know, these little little odd pains here and there, and it's the nerve just firing off shots. when it shouldn't be. So hopefully we're hoping a couple of more more uh injections and it will finally uh go bye bye. Well I I hope it finally works because being in pain is really no fun and you have been dealing with it so long. Yeah. And being such a good sport about it. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't taken an attempt to tell the doctor yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. 
I I I say I got an A for effort there. Yeah. I I held back. <laughs> but yeah, um he said if we can knock it down because it's already knocked down about 25% he said if we can knock it down another 25% he said you'll feel a heck of a lot better so yeah like I said I've got my fingers crossed for you thank you I'm I'm hoping for you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I need all the hope I can get. Well, we're, we're all hope, hoping for you then. Yeah, and the, the doctor said at least, uh, my orthopedic said at least he's finally sedating me for the procedures since I was having such a rough time with him. Oh, do you know a while back I was telling you guys about that site called Collectability? Yeah. Yeah. I think that site closed down. Oh, that's a shame. Oh. Yeah, it was it was kind of a neat site. And Yeah, I think that's what it was saying. And it basically what it did is it collected information from like eBay and Etsy and all these places to see like it, it calculated the average price for things, including My Little Pony, Hmm. based on, you know, the average listing, the average selling price, Um, and the problem was is while the idea was good, it was poorly, it was poorly moderated, like they didn't have really a an idea like what kind of format they wanted. So like if there was a page for say um, Rainbow Dash, you know, you it had to be separated between G3 Rainbow Dash and G4 Rainbow Dash, but then beyond that, like it didn't separate it into, you know, action, you know, glowing action rainbow dash versus regular rainbow dash, you know. Um, sometimes people would just put rainbow dash. Sometimes people would put rainbow pony. They need to have to go through And, like, people could re-edit and re-edit the same thing. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't a... There wasn't a a recommended format. Like, if you see, you know, a page for Rainbow Dash and it just says My Little Pony, Rainbow Pony, Blue, Pegasus, whatever, please change it to this format. My Little Pony, 
G4 brushable wave one rainbow dash, you know. And I think it just got a little too overwhelming for the people who started the site. Yeah, probably. Well, it is kind of overwhelming to keep track of that much information. Well, and and it wasn't... Like, it wasn't just My Little Pony. You know, there were Transformers and Pokemon and, you know, there was, like, anything and everything. And coordinating that much information on one huge site must have taken an enormous amount of bandwidth and way more work than I think the moderators really thought they were getting into. Probably. And then in order, like, be a moderator on the site, but that really didn't, that gave you the ability to edit things. But beyond that, it really didn't do much. But you had to, like, go through a training thing that they had on there where you were trained, like, you know, three, there would be, like, three G4 rainbow dashes and one G3 rainbow dash, and you have to say, you know, are all these the same pony, yes or no? (laughs) Wow. But, yeah, it just, and you had to do that every month in order to keep your moderator status. And it wasn't just, like, ten questions. (laughs) You had to do, like, a hundred. And it didn't always run right. But I'm very I'm, I'm disappointed because I thought it was a site that would have been useful and had potential. It just, you know, they should have just picked one collector's thing, My Little Pony, or one collector's thing, Rainbow Bright, or Transformers, or you know, whatever. Oh, my little baby howled. <laughs> yeah, she's reading her Strawberry Shortcake magazine right now. <laughs> Aw. Yep. Oh, and that, that that G1 Sea Pony that I had to do a rehair on, I finally I finally delivered that to its new home across the landing. <laughs> and it has prompted me to, I, I need to get onto um, the My Little Pony arena and change my status on there to not <coughs> not open for commissions at present because I think I'm just going to work on ones I want to do for a while because that really ticked me off. Having to de-hair and re-hair a perfectly good sea pony simply because someone wanted a different color of purple hair. Mm. I don't know how it is, but every time it seems like any time I get a commission, I always get someone that's like, I want a yellow G4 Pegasus with Fluttershy eyes, but I don't want the same color yellow as Fluttershy. I want it to be like two shades lighter. Or, or or better yet, they're like, I want it to be the exact same color as this UK exclusive baby pony. You can do that, right? 
well, except I don't have that pony in my collection. And unless you have it in your collection and are willing to send it to me, you're going to get whatever color my computer screen tells me that pony is. Or a color of yellow that I'm just going to make up, because if you don't have it in your collection, how are you going to compare? I always get, I always get that one. I want it to be exactly like this pony, except I want it to be just slightly different. <laughs> or, or, or I love. I have this pony in my head, and I totally want a custom of it. Okay, well, do you have a picture? Well, no. But it's kind of like Rainbow Dash, except it's like 20% cooler. Oh, screw you. (laughs) That is not a thing. I don't care if she said it on the show. That does not. You remember that look Rarity gave Rainbow Dash when she said that? That's the look I'm giving you across my computer screen. I don't care if you draw me a stick figure. At least it's something to go on. Otherwise, I'm just going to make it up, and if it's not what you were thinking, tough. And the best one is when they give me a super intricate, detailed picture that's like, you know, a 400 by 500 pixel image, and then they're like, I want it on a G4. <laughs> I want it on a blind bag. No. It doesn't fit. Here's what it's going to look like if I put it on a blind bag and I shrink it down to that size. And they're like, well, that doesn't look like what I want. I'm like, it does when it's on a blind bag. <laughs> At least I'm realistic with what I want as a custom. Okay. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that someone sends me an email saying, I want a rainbow dash, but I want her to be able to, like, hover. You can do that. What, you're telling me you can't make a custom that hovers? <laughs> oh, my baby drew on the front door with pencil. Her first vandalism. <laughs> but no, like, I actually, I, I ended up making an FAQ page on for for my my Facebook page. It actually says if it breaks the laws of physics, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Nobody can. Or if you can, like, put her in a jar and suspend her from fishing wire, but that's probably it. (laughs) But you have to make sure the jar, you can't really see the jar. I want this thing that's really super intricate and I want it for $10. No! What's wrong with the people? And I want it now. Yeah, and so 
I typed up my FAQ and then I had my husband edit it so that it made sense to normal people. <laughs> oh, Basically, all because it, when I typed it up, it was really snarky and sarcastic and bitter. <laughs> and, and that's when I realized that I just need to start making the customs I want to make <laughs> instead of doing commissions. <laughs> when you have to have someone edit your FAQ so they can not just screaming it. At people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now you know you have to send that original FAQ to me because now <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> In your own it's probably words. something along the lines of, "No, I will not do your customs for absolutely no money at all." Actually, that was the first thing on the FAQ. <laughs> so, will you make me a custom pony for free? No. <laughs> yeah, my my actually, and now it just says no. My original thing was no. I am not going to do it for free. Not even if you promise me glory and exposure, because I don't know anybody that's made any money off of the promise of glory and exposure. I'm not rich. You can pay for it yourself. <laughs> and yeah <laughs> because I, I joined like I briefly joined a brony group on Facebook right uh-huh. oh, God. just 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 an attempt I, I was there for like four hours before I unjoined the group um, <laughs> but the, I made an introduction post because I've spent so many years at the arena that I can't help it. I make an introduction post. Um, and the first response I I got, you know, my introduction post is, I, I've been into My Little Pony since 1980s. Um, my first pony was purchased in 1983. I got it for Christmas. Um, I am now a pony customizer. I'm a fan of the original, but I'm also a fan of the Friendship is Magic show. Yada yada. The very first response I got was, "Hi Nicole, will you make me a custom pony for free?" Whoa, really? Really? The very first. Hi Nicole, will you make me a custom pony for free? I'm like, um, no. No. I'm like, well, you know, I promise now. I'll give you credit and I'll give you exposure. I'm like, I would require you to give me credit if you, even if you paid me. It's, it's still my work. I'm like it says here in your thing that you're a uh, a marketing and advertising designer. Do you work for free? Well, no. Well, neither do I. But yes, I think I'm developing an eye twitch answering those questions. So I made an FAQ. <laughs> So now question number one just says, will you make me a pony for free? No. What if I promise to give you uh, credit and exposure? No. No. (laughs) No explanation. No. But what if I promise you a permanent part of the My Little Pony talk show? Um. I'm already a part, permanent part of the Michael Tony talk show. 
Pony, pony for free for my friends for Christmas. That's totally different. You wouldn't go in to like an art gallery and be like, I see you have this great gallery on exhibit. Will you make me a painting for free? Yeah, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't go into a tax preparation place and be like, will you do my taxes for free? You don't go down to a car dealership and go, can I have a car for free? So what if I give you, what if I promise to tell everybody that I got my free car from you? Well, now, actually, H&R Block, for the first month, as long as it's a 1040 EZ, absolutely no deductions, we'll actually do your taxes for free. However, yeah, but once you have, once you're married and have kids and a home business, you're not getting your taxes done for free. Absolutely. And it's always everybody who always asks for a free pony. They're not asking, "Hey, I've got this pony and she needs new hair. Will you give? Will you do a free rehair?" They're like, "I want my pony persona, and I want it to be a full body repaint that." Starts white at the top and then slowly fades into to, to kind of a violet blue, and I want it to be covered in frosty crystals and this great flourishy design. And I want the eye to look sort of reptilian because I want to indicate that she's going to be evil at some point. That's the oh. people who ask for free ponies. You know, if someone's just like, I know this is asking a lot, but, you know, I've had this, this moon dancer since I was little, and when I was little, I cut her hair, and I don't know how to fix her hair. You know, would you do that? I would. There is a, probably a pretty good possibility that just out of my love for moon dancer, that I would probably do that for free, or at least for really, really cheap. Well, yeah, That's there, the one thing. Um... When I first started uh, collecting and I was getting those bulk um, eBay auctions, my my cotton candy originally came with no tail. She literally looked like pin the tail on the donkey because she had no tail. Well, yeah. Well, I mean... um... I one of the ponies that I restored recently with a custom rehair and a custom paint job on the symbol was one of the ice cream sundae ponies. Um, banana surprise. And that poor thing was missing most of her mane, all of her tail, and someone drew a very unfortunate tattoo around her tail bowl. It took like a year of sun fading to get her cleaned up before I could do anything else to her. Hi, Melody. Come here. Oh, we're watching the first Tinkerbell movie. Did I hear the word yes? Yeah. Oh, it's her first word on the air. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, yeah, so I should probably let you guys go so that I can share my pizza with the baby. Oh, okay. um, Here you go. But, yes, let's shoot me some text messages and we'll figure out how we're going to do further episodes. Okay. Sounds good. All right, and actually do it this time because I've been telling you for months. I know. I know, I know. You've been you've been going through a lot, and at least you're finally starting to get caught up. And maybe someday you'll yes. even hear some of the customizer interviews. Yes. That is my plan once I finish season four. Only 17 more episodes to go. So, until next week, Pony Night Nights. Pony night nights. Good night. Good night. Well, Miss Summerblade also wishes everyone a happy, a happy good night, and she unfortunately got dropped. But until next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.